No amazing, strong business is worth it if the home life fractures. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. We are back to Mindset Monday with our our long-running host, Susan Johnson. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you. God bless you guys so much. It's great to be back here with you this morning. I feel like there's a little bit of a glare going on, but most people will be listening to this versus watching it probably. But either way, great to see you this morning. I know you're fresh back from Florida, Jesse. And I, you know, I've got a little topic today I thought it would be fun because I knew you would be on here. So I thought it would also spark some uh some little back and forth on on the seven empowering questions to ask yourself. It's really about the self empowerment, and you know, every time I lead any kind of a a class or an agent power huddle, I do so with you know authenticity and some of the things you know that maybe have gone on in my own world. And I think you know what, I can't be the only one in this world that experienced some of these things. So I like to share them and give some perspectives and gain yours as well. So today's topic. Seven empowering questions to ask yourself. So, you know, there's times that we get extremely challenged. Would you agree with that? Not everything can always go perfect all the time. We'd like to think they will. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We'd like to think they go perfect and it rarely ever so, does. I think this is a perfect topic. It rarely ever does. So, so our whole life is really about shifting and changing and, and you know, and acknowledging growth and, and looking for areas, you know, on how to ask ourselves some questions to be able to course correct whenever we need to. Um, so, I mean, if you've ever found yourself saying, oh, my gosh, how the heck did I get here? I mean, gosh, I'm I'm on this path. I'm moving and shaking. And all of a sudden you're like, your world stops. And you're like, how did I get here with everything I've been doing, right? Why does this keep happening to me, right? Why is this, what am I doing wrong? Well, all these questions are completely disempowering you. They are not the right questions to ask. All that does is it creates this loop in your head going round and round, just, you know, taking you more into a spiral versus empowering you to lift up, to make changes, to course correct whenever you need to do so. That's why I thought this was going to be a fun topic today. I love it. So, you know, we need to understand. Yeah, <laughs> we need to understand that, you know, the questions are really they're like the gatekeepers or the gatekeepers to inside of us. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. And I'm, I think I read that somewhere. But anyway, they're kind of like the, the, the gatekeepers to, if you think about having a seed or an acorn or something within you that um, that needs to grow, but but you can't water it unless you get to it, right? If you've got so many things building up, you're asking the wrong questions, you're really not open opening yourself up to getting into that core, getting into your core and really watering and finding out what is it I need to do to really grow. And, and the questions that we ask ourselves, and this is why it's kind of a long intro, but you know, I've experienced some of this and that's why I want to share it with you. They're reflective mirrors into ourselves. They're, they're, these questions are going to be resources to tap into those kind of things so that we can make changes where we need to, you know, um, and then also celebrate the other things that are actually going well in our lives. 
Um, so the problem is when we start asking the same questions over and over again, uh, you know, they're just empowering and they get us into that cycle, as I just mentioned. So if you find yourself, you know, and I think we've all had this at some point in our lives, if you find yourself, and it doesn't even have to be a business, it could be personal relationships, what have you. Um, you know, if this sounds familiar to you, listen in, because we're going to get today, I'm going to share with you a list of seven questions that can be very revealing they can be very empowering, which they're designed to be, and they can be great tools that even if you don't need them today, you, you know, keep this power huddle set aside for yourself so you can maybe circle back to it in a time that maybe it'll trigger you to say, you know, what are those empowering questions? Because I feel I'm stuck here. Or I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Let me ask I, myself. I, I, I love this, Susan. I really, I really <laughs> do because I, I, I do definitely find myself in going in loops in my head. I mean, if we, I don't know if we, if we had everyone else on camera, I bet everyone could raise their hand and acknowledge feeling that at some point in time. Um, but, but yeah, I, I find myself asking just kind of going in loops. So um, I remember a statement, I don't know if you, if you have this somewhere, but that popped into my head as you're going through these seven questions. Um, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask. I love that. You know, gosh, I haven't heard that in a long time, but I remember that that is so darn true. And that's why I, I knew this would be fun today with you, Jesse, because I thought, you know, you know, you know, my story and everything. And I, and I'm not going to share all that today. I mean, I will in any part that is relevant, but bottom line is, you know, it, that's what's so wonderful about these agents power huddles is that we can share, we can go like, you know what, Hey, I've been there too. You know, so how did you get through it? You know, okay, yeah. listen, listen in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So what you need to do with this, um, and this glare, I'm sorry, I'm making this terrible glare, but this thing down. Like bugging the heck of me. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's dive into the questions. I love All that. right. So um so today, you know, like I said, the questions are what you first want to do is you want to actually get yourself some quiet time. Okay. So these are you really want to set some time aside, get a paper and pen. I don't know if you're listening to Tony Robbins that when he talks about when you're inking things, when you start writing, something happens when you start writing. Um, even when I design these power huddles and I'm kind of typing out, it's best to write them, but you know, energy starts to flow and your thoughts start to flow and things come out that you really didn't see that direction going there, you know? And uh, so if you take these things out, these, these, uh, and you start writing these things down, um, you're going to find out you're going to self-discover quite a bit. So question number one, here it is. What is possible for me right now that, that right now that I wasn't able to do a year ago? What is possible for me right now that I wasn't able to do a year ago? This is an incredibly potent question because at difficult times, we tend to focus on things that are holding us back. We tend to focus on our limiting, limiting beliefs, on things that might have been hurt you know, hurts that we're going through or pains, et cetera, et cetera. We're focusing on those kind of things versus we fail to see what we can do, what we are in control of doing right now, today. Um, so to shift into that kind of a, a mentality, focus on the possibilities, the choices that you have to make right now that maybe a year ago you couldn't do it. Do that. You know, um, once again, you know, a year ago, and I'll share my little little tidbits in there. But a year ago, remember my son was back possibly in cancer again. Yeah. I made some decisions that were fear-based. Okay. You guys take this, whatever is going on in your life, but fear-based. When you make a fear-based decision, it never turns out well. Right? Never turns out well. But a year ago, that's not where I was. Today, I'm in a much different place. I can make much better. I can do better things today than I could do a year ago. 
I don't live in that space. I was there. I don't live there. Thankfully, he's healthy today. I can make better choices. And for that reason, you know, what is possible for me right now that I wasn't able to do last year? That's a great question. Ask yourself that and ink it, write it down. Trust your gut and don't make fear-based decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that one. And and in, in with that one, I mean, this isn't exactly where you're going, but it just reminds me of the uh, that book, The Gap and the Gain, right? It oh. talks about measuring where you've come from. I think when I mean, you're looking at what can you do, you know, now that you couldn't have done a year ago, part of that is also looking at kind of like where you've come, what new opportunities yeah. are open to you. I, what, what opportunities have opened up for you and what you've learned you know, have you applied what you learned? I, you know, again, going back to all these aging power hunters, I listen to them all the time. I, you know, my gosh, there's a lot of things I've implemented in my own business just from, you know, from other people. They don't even realize I've sourced them or reached them out. You know, um, you know, I, I, gosh, Jesse, I knew this was going to happen. I was getting on these little tangents, but Amy Izzo, I have never met her in person. I can't wait to, but one of the things I love about Amy, I, I learned a lot from her, her agent power huddles. If you haven't heard them, listen to some of Amy's power huddles. But if you notice, it's not just in her weight loss. Her weight loss is very inspiring. And, and, and goodness, we can all follow that. But it's it's how she's enjoying life. Have you noticed that? Have you oh, noticed how she's, she's taking risks that in her life, she never took those risks before. She never put herself out there. And now, you know, yes, she's lost a lot of weight, but she's trying and she she tried surfing the other day and she's ballroom dancing. You know, and it's hilarious to me. I'm going, you know, how many people just live on the sidelines and don't try new things, you know, and take those kind of risks. And you never know that how that's going to open up your world and, and enjoy in your world. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, no, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, Amy, Amy hosts the, uh, the Wednesday agent power huddles, by yeah, the way, she's, 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 on, she's on a Wednesday this week. If you want to check it out. <laughs> okay. Question it. Number two, yep. um, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Okay, that's another powerful question. Why is that a powerful, powerful question? Because once again, you know, in your world, could it be business, could it be a personal, professional, whatever. It could be facing a very difficult challenge. Uh, maybe, maybe it's you know, you're you're angry. You could be angry. You could be hurt. You could be resentful. You could be coming from scarcity, coming from fear, whatever that may be. You know, you first of all, if you're in enough of these power huddles. You know, we all have these emotions that kind of go like that at some points in our life. But the, the bottom line is not to live there, not to live in that, you know, but acknowledge it and then say, OK, how do I really want to feel? Um, I'll use another example in, in our own family. And, you know, one of our family members, um, they were having some marital issues and kept coming to us for advice. Well, you know, that's that's, that's great. We want to give our advice, but it got so intense because there was so much you know, conflict going on that it was really um, detrimental, you know, for us to get too involved. All right. So what was I looking for? What did I really want? I really wanted to feel some peace at that point. I really wanted them to feel peace. And so we had to get to one point where we go, you know what, I can give you some advice. The best advice is I can give both of you. And you, you know, and you know what? They've they've come a long way, and the conflict has dissipated tremendously. But long as I was in there with them, or my husband, we were in there trying to figure things out with them. We were getting all you know involved, and you know, how do we? And how does that? How do we want to feel? Well, I wanted to feel some peace at that point. It was too much conflict. That's just an example. There's a lot of different things you can go with. Um, so ask yourself that: How do I ultimately want to feel about this? Well, this is a situation. How do I really want to feel? I want to get at peace. I want them to be at peace and the way to, to just, to, you know, dissipate conflict. 
All right, that was that particular scenario. So your feelings can guide you in directions, either good or bad, right? If you listen to Tony Robbins, you'll know that either your emotions are really what you attach to it. It's what yeah. you attach to it. So how do you really want to feel? Your power and the empowerment in that question is you have a choice. You have a choice. I can go on to a lot of examples on that, but I'll keep going because we only have 30 minutes here. Totally. I was just going to say, I was, I was just gonna say before, before you go on, before you go on to question three, because uh, I know we want to get through all seven questions. It, I, I had an interesting experiment that someone had given to me where if someone that used to ask me, how do you want to feel? I would usually say happy, want to feel happy. Right. Oh, happy. And they said, and they said, well, what if, what if you wanted to feel content? How would that, how would that, how would you approach the decisions you make the life you do if your goal is contentment versus happiness? Happiness is you're chasing something that, and this is a whole other topic, but you know, you're chasing something that uh, you may never get to, or when you get to, it's like, it's showing you there's, there's, you're still looking for something else versus contentment. So that has been my, uh, it's funny, last couple of weeks, someone had put me up to that for a journey was to, 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 to think about what is it, what would it be if you wanted to feel content versus happy? And I, just, I, I love these questions. I, I love that because that's also, you know, kind of chasing the someday. Right. Versus the today. Exactly. You know? That was exactly what it was, is living the now. Someday. All right. Someday. What do we got for question three? All right. Question three. Question three. What can I enjoy more of? There you go. What can I enjoy more of? Because what is within reach if you pushed a little, little bit harder? Think about, and this, now I'm talking business. So let's talk business for a minute. So what can I enjoy more of? Uh, if you push yourself a little bit harder and you, know, you may have a breakthrough because you're doing and do something that you dreamed of doing, but you hadn't quite got there yet. You know, you, you want to enjoy doing it, right? So what can I enjoy more of? Don't just do what everybody else is doing. You've got to find something that you really enjoy doing, do it well and do it in your way. <laughs> you know, make sure it's authentic to you. Or what did you used to do? This, this could be personal or professional. What did you used to do that for whatever reason, you're not doing it anymore? Okay, here's one, you know, again, for myself is just, you know, I've been teaching group exercise, God, since I was 16 years old. Well, when COVID hit, they shut all the gyms down. My license, you know, my my certification expired. I got to retake again. I am not teaching anymore. I'm, I've been teaching forever, for 40 years, you know, got to get back to that. It gets me to the gym. It gets that time where, you know, I just, you know, something I enjoy, but I put it off. I set it to this side. So what can I enjoy more of? That's a great, powerful question versus getting caught up in our day-to-day -day everything, but really think, what can I enjoy more of? I'll go ahead and ask Amy Izzo that question, right? <laughs> um, maybe it is also is maybe just having some more um, quality time in your relationships with your with your husband, with your wife, with your kids. Maybe it's having some more time with your friends. You know, what can I enjoy more of and really look around at the many different things that you could actually celebrate that joy with? Make a list of them and start keeping them with you because we can get into these patterns and routines every day and start getting away from some of those things. You know, so number three is what can I enjoy more of? A very powerful question. Yeah, that one that one reminds me of something that uh, um, I know Theodos would say. It. I don't know where he got it from, but like he would always say I, to, to reframe instead of saying I have to do something to reframe it to say I get to. If you I, get say, to I get to do whatever it's going to be, especially in a professional context. I get to do yeah. this prospect, whatever it is, versus I have to. It changes that mindset. That's I think that ties into the enjoyment piece. I, I agree. I agree. You know, and it's funny. You know, so the one thing, like I, I want to really trying to impress here on everybody is the fact that you know you can go on social media and it looks like everybody's just moving and shaking, and you know, and and 
maybe you, you know you're thinking, wow, am I the only one that this happens to? And the nice thing about these power huddles is it brings that awareness to us. You know, it's like we realize, okay, well, I'm going through this right now and this is going great, but this is months going going so great, but we don't live there that long. You know, we're not in that place as long because we understand now how to recognize it and how to make the shifts and changes to get 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 to a better destination and get out of it. Um, so another question to ask yourself is question number four is what is unique about me? So, you know, and I just mentioned we get bombarded with social media and social media is great in a lot of ways, but in other ways, depending upon where you are and what you're going through, sometimes if you find yourself scrolling going through social media and you're going on Facebook or Instagram and you're going, shoot, man, you know, uh, gosh, I can't catch up. You know, it looks like everybody's, you know, doing everything you're, you're working on every day behind the scenes and everybody else is doing it, but you're not to the level where you want to be. And now you're feeling behind, right? I don't care what level you're at. There's somebody who's always doing something higher than you. And usually you're doing something higher than somebody else. It doesn't matter. Bottom line is, the social media part of it, we can start to get very hard. Nobody's going to be harder usually on ourselves than we are. And that, that's where the self-talk comes in. That overstimulation, you know, is, you know, can sometimes diminish instead of inspiring, can sometimes diminish because you're going, oh, crap, man, I need to do this, this and this still. And it's going to be overwhelming. It's, it's so true. It's so true, you know, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people, actually. I, so I, I definitely know that's not just me. And, and, you know, again, sometimes I feel like I'm rocking and rolling it and I'm getting all my videos done. I'm doing all these different things. And, you know, I've got, you know, five, six escrows going on right now. I'm like, oh, man, everything's moving and shaking and things are going great. And and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, wow, I didn't get that done this week. And, everybody, you know, you're feeling behind. You're feeling like you're left behind. Well, you know, what is unique about me is a great question, because at that point, um, this is not about, you know, I'm, I'm Christian based, you know, faith based and whatnot. So, but it's really not just about that here. I'm just saying, you know, there's a, a saying that goes, says, lie down in green pastures by still waters. I'm not sure if you heard of that, but lie down in green pastures by still waters. And, and I think that thought quite a bit. Because when I feel myself getting in that overwhelm or I'm falling behind or something that's, I'm going, wait, this is not a good, this is not where I want to be. I've got to lie down in green pastures, means get to a quiet place, buy still waters. And what that does is going to allow me to take a breath, regroup and say, okay, let go and let God. If for me, that's what I do. Or, you know, make a list about what I can do, what's good, going good, and take inventory of the positive things that's unique about myself and what's going on in my life that I've taken action on instead of getting into a spiral of what's not good. Remember the questions again, what's not good, what's going good, what's unique, what, you know, what have other people said about you, you know, for years, years ago, people would say, oh, she's so rah-rah, you know, and I would take that very offensively, you know, I don't know, I, I didn't like that, I didn't like it. You know, I thought, you know, hmm, I've got I've done, I've got a lot more than just the rah-rah behind me, but, you know, I, but now, today, it's interesting. I get it a lot still, but instead of using the rah-rah word, maybe that was just the time of my life in the years that we were in my, you know, thirties or, you know, and that was words people were using, but now it's, oh my God, I love your energy. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, you know, yeah. I take that as a huge compliment. You know, I get compliments on my energy quite a bit from clients. And, you know, after 20 plus years in the business and people still say, wow, you really love what you do. I'm like, I do. And I'm glad it still shows after all these years. So the energy is unique about me. 
the energy is something that hopefully I project through here, you know, to you and Agent Power Huddle. When I teach classes, when I work with clients, that's a uniqueness. So what's in it with you that you can find in yourself that, you know, yeah, you're scrolling through these pages on social media and all of a sudden you're trying to go like this, go, wait a minute, stop. What's unique about me? That is going to make me go, wait a minute, if I, if I have to just turn off social media for a little while, which I did, by the way, especially when I was going through the personal issues with my family. I did. I didn't turn it off. I, I did. How, what did how did that go? How did that go for you? So I didn't turn it off. I, I should rephrase that. I did what I did for business, but I wasn't, I wasn't reviewing as much. I wasn't spending as much time because I just needed to get my head in a space where so take care of my family, take care of my business, get myself back to basics on certain, because I, you know, I made that shift with my business and I want to make another one here, Jesse, real soon. <laughs> Um, yep. Yep. You get my drift of that, though. I had to, I had to silence it, if you will, to the point that I could get my focus back and say, you know what? I know I've got some great uniqueness. I know I've got a lot to offer. I know I'm a fabulous agent and broker, and I can help a lot of people. And I'm going to start helping myself and my family. And when I get that oxygen mask on, now I'm ready. A year later, because last year I wasn't in that place, to turn around to reach out again. That's unique about me. I had to recognize that to know what, what can I share with, with other people. All right. Number five, what kind of experience, what kind of experiences do I want to have? These are not the questions you're probably expecting, huh? They're a little different. I they're like very, them. very they're, different. They're, they're very different. I can go with the, the traditional ones, but I like these questions because. I, I've got I've gone through these now myself and I'm like, you know, what experiences? This was a fun one because our lives go by very quickly. You may not think so. Well, maybe you do. But look at your kids and you think, you know, you see them every day. But I tell you, then look at other people's kids and you see, oh, my gosh, this child, this one kid, that, you know, who you knew when they were in diapers is now turned 21 this weekend. Where did the time go? Where did that time go? I'll tell you what really was cracked me up. And this happened, which I, I like this question. What kind of experiences do I want to have? Okay. Husband and I sitting with a, a, two of our good friends and we're like, we're going to talk about our bucket list items. What? Right. You know, we want to go to certain places. We want to visit certain destinations. Remember that someday list? Just, Jesse, you just talked oh, yeah. about oh, yeah. someday. Oh, oh absolutely. <clears throat> At 59. Oh, and by the way, do you remember last year I kept saying I'm 59? Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but you, I, I did Agent Power Huddle on my birthday, April 3rd. Yeah. And it was hilarious because I turned 59 this year. So I got <laughs> it here. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I, I just earned an extra year because I thought I was 59 last year. So guess what? I got a whole nother year. <laughs> That's hilarious. So my husband and I are friends sitting down. And we we're like bucket list. I'm like, hang on a minute. At our age, it's no longer so much a bucket list. Okay, in the next 10 years, guess what? We just put a time frame on it. Do you think we're going to get to these things quicker now that we just put a time limit on it and it wasn't a bucket list someday? In 10 years, before we're 70, Jesse, come on now, you're a lot younger than me. So our bucket list had couldn't really be a bucket list. We can, we can do things in our 80s or 90s, but in 10 years, Jesse, I'm going to be 69, I'm 70 years old. Wow. Me, yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. Doesn't mean you can't do a lot of stuff. Hey, I feel like I'm 40 right now. So anyway, I was just going to um, say age, age is a number and the way you feel. Age is a number, totally. right? Age but, is a number. In this, what kind of experiences I want to have that makes this bucket list or the someday list become much more real. 
Yeah. And now you can say, what do I want in the next five years, in the next 10 years? That question really lights me up, by the way. I'm, I'm noticing how I'm shifting my my state over the last 20 minutes, just kind of thinking different questions. But that last one, what kind of experience do I want to have? I love that one. I mean, I, 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 feel, I don't know. I feel myself already getting a little excited thinking about the possibilities. Of, I mean, that's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... It, it is. I mean, what dreams have you had? What you're traveling? You know, was it, you know, what did you, what did you used to think about before you had your kids and, and, you know, and things like that? You know, what, so for us, kids never got, we were, we're the kind of family that when we had our kids, we were at the river with our kids. We were traveling with our, you know, that's just the lifestyle we chose to have. But some people don't do that. They're like, well, we have kids, so we can't do that. We have kids, we can't do that we have to wait until you know that someday someday we might when we have enough money when our kids are old enough you know that that someday but what experiences do you really want to have and talk that over with your spouse or your significant other or even if you're you know by yourself what you know so i also wanted to add that when things feel kind of muddy or unclear you know when you think about the experiences that you want to have that will start to draw you to your joy and the clarity of where your joy is at will start to show up because you start thinking about the experiences versus, okay, what's my joy? Well, that's kind of a harder question. It's a good question, but at the same time, what experiences do I want to have is going to take you to another level of really, you know, where's my joy? What's, what's going to make me happy, uh, my life happy, enrich my life? Um, I, I can shift this into professional and I will because it's even, look, it's even in my notes. I do notes, so I don't too much off track because I get off track all the time. But as I was writing this, uh, Jesse, as I was writing this, I put, make a list of these experiences, personal and professional, because who knows, this could turn to a lucrative lifelong career. And then I first two people I thought of, you and Mike Brown. Okay, here's why. Look what you've done with your organization of the Agent Collective. I mean, when I first met you, I don't know, there may have been, I don't know, 1,500 people, if even that. I think you've got thousands or more at this point. Look at all the lives. Had you had, I mean, when you first got doing that, could you even imagine? Where no. you, really? Really? Hard, hard to imagine. You were just on stage in Florida, for goodness sakes. Yeah. At the summit, culturally. Yeah. And that's the point of this. It's kind of fun. What kind of experiences do I want to have? It doesn't have to just be, you know, um, travel and all that. It could be more, what kind of experiences do I want to have professionally? Right? Mike, I, I, I was talking to Mike a couple of years, and I met him on, on Agent Power Huddle, met him through Krista Mayshore's program and all that. And his, his, his organization, which is through you as well, my gosh, growing, growing, growing. It's inspirational. It's like, did you have any idea this is where it was going to go? Or you just kind of kept doing what you love, attracting the people who, yeah. you know? Anyway, I love that. And it made me think of you guys when I started diving into that question. I love it. Okay, we got two more here. We're running out of time. Number six, how can I do things differently? Okay, if you're going to go around, if you're going round and round in circles, this is the question that's going to snap you out of it. How, how can I do things differently? Well, there's certainty and safety in routines. And routines are good in some respects, but there's a lot of safety in that. But if you're not getting the results you want, then what's the point? Right? If you're not ending up with the satisfying solutions, then you've got to say, okay, how can I do things differently? And I love this question because I'm not afraid, as you can tell, or, or you, I'm talking now just to Jesse, I know there's a bunch of people listening in, but I'm not afraid to ask 
ask for help. I learned that years ago. I'm, I'm, one of, I'm all about asking for help. I know my strengths. I know my challenges. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to source out who's got this down <laughs> and say, you know what? Can you help me? From a professional level, that question, and I know we got two minutes, so we'll get the last question in, guys. Don't worry. But that question, how can I do things differently? That might be my favorite question of this list from a professional standpoint. That's a a fantastic question. Because so many people have to ask, you know, they they don't ask for help. They think, you know what? My 20 some odd years in business, I should know this by now. Right, Jesse, you've been there just about as long as me. You should know that by now. No, you know, we don't know everything. And with the way things, the way things shift and change all the time, you know, you, you know, asking for input, be open-minded. Another thing is just being open-minded to exploring the other avenues. That's a big part of this question though, because we can get so into our routines and rigid about not wanting to make that change because of the fear. They say, don't make a fear-based decision, but that doesn't mean exploring opportunities exploring other ways to to implement things in your business asking for help and then designing what does that look like in action steps yeah big difference there huge number seven i know we're going to make it we're going to make it what do i need what do i need this is such a simple question but it's one of the most important questions we could ever ask ourselves it's not even always what do i want it's what do i need check in with yourself especially i did an emotions um uh, one um, Asian power huddle on emotions where we talk about different emotions and, and we dive into that, but this is a great part of that. So if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, it, you know, in anything, it's incredibly empowering question because it allows us to stop, catch our breath and say, what do I need right now? What do I need right now? Do I need time off? Do I need rest? Do I need exercise, relaxation, guidance, mentorship, assistance? What do I need? This is the question that's going to give you that answer. And then you need to communicate those needs with other people. You know, I, I, I reached out personally to you, Jesse, you know, we can talk, you know, you know what I need in my own business that I need some help with. So we're sourcing those resources to help build those people. I'm telling you, I use myself as an example because I want you to know, hey, ask yourself that question. Because our needs are going to be different, but ask yourself that. And you know that me, Jesse, the artist, you know, um, Amy, we, we all do this and we all resource each other. And that's what the power is in this. Um, it's truly one of the most life-changing questions. What do I need? You know, um, it can constantly improve all of your relationships. It doesn't have to just be professionally. Your relationships, what do I need? Maybe I just need time more with my kids. Maybe I need more some more time with my spouse. My business is rocking right now. But you know what? I need some quality time at home because no Amazing, strong business is worth it if the home life fractures. Yeah. Right? It's not. It's not. You know, you know I'm on board with that, Susan. These are such good questions. I am so glad you're back. I think good questions. On my side. I know, this I, is so fun. I mean, that would be fun. So, so we're going to wrap up right now. And, you know, and just remember this. Powerful questions evoke clarity, create greater possibility, reveal new learning, and they generate action. Okay, so put those together. And the questions that, so when I look back at every one of these questions, I went, does it, you know, does it create clarity? Well, yes, you're writing these down. Is, does it give you more possibility? It sure does. Does it reveal new learning? You're learning about yourself. You're learning about what steps you need to take. And does it generate action? Is it going to make me do something to make this, make my life better by implementing these seven questions? 
I love it, Susan. Oh, that was so good. Have a great Monday, everybody. Thanks for being here, guys. Oh, it was so good. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.